0: Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed.
1: Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Su, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're gonna talk about how much you should charge for your product or service. So Neil, when you, when you, I mean, you have a couple of SaaS products. I'm curious. I mean, how did you figure out the pricing? So for your heat mapping analytics tool, Crazy Egg, how did you settle on the pricing for that?
0: When I first started or now? When you first started,
1: (laughs) I pulled it out of my ass. (laughs) There you go.
0: See, sometimes these things come out of your ass. (laughs) Seriously, I just made it up. And like, that's how I did my pricing. How much was it before? It was free. (laughs) And then there's paid plans that I think my paid plans were like, Nineteen fifty and like a hundred bucks or something like, <laughs> that. like I just made them up like there was no logic behind it. I was like, oh yeah, nineteen, and I just didn't go with nineteen. I'm like, you got to do nineteen ninety nine. It converts better. Nineteen ninety seven. And like I would read these articles and people were like, oh my god, he has like the Walmart philosophy. Everyone just assumes it's nineteen dollars even though it's nineteen ninety nine, and you collect all those ninety nine cents and they add up, right? Yeah. But over time, I learned that. If you're in a space for a long, or in your space and it's saturated and there's already other players, look at what products, or l- look at your product or service. Look at what your competition offers. Is your product or service comparable? Do you have the same features? Are you better or worse? Assuming you're comparable, you don't want to charge more than them because if you charge more than them, people are going to be like, "Why should I pay Neil? Eric offers the same product and it's five times cheaper." Also, if your product is better. You know, yeah, you can charge more, but how much more drastically do you want to charge? Like, if I had one feature extra than what Eric had in, I don't know, my, I don't even know, like my computers that I'm selling, (laughs) and everyone would be like, we wouldn't even use that feature. So, why do we want to pay extra $200 more, right? Like, you need to think about it from a logical perspective. The easiest pricing philosophy is make sure your product or service is better than the competition and match their price or just be a little bit under. Because if everyone's like, oh, wow, I get the same quality or better for less, they're typically happier and you're going to start taking away at their market cap or their market share. If your product or service is more, yes, you can still do well, but it's going to be harder for you to take away market share from your competition.
1: Yeah, and you know what's interesting? I mean, there's this one company, and we've talked about this company. Maybe it's not good to reveal them on on this podcast, but you know, they they charge twenty five dollars a month and forty nine dollars a month. Now the problem is when you get to a certain scale, let's say they're doing $16, dollars a year, you run into a wall where churn has an issue and it prevents you from growing more. So what's what what is interesting is when I was at this uh, SaaS conference a couple months ago. Everybody I was talking to was just talking about going up market, which just means they're trying to charge more money. Because what people realize is when you start charging you know, $19 a month, $15 a month, $9 a month, it's, it becomes really hard to grow. So I think to give people something tactical, something tangible to look at is, I really like studying the, the 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 research behind what Patrick Campbell, I think it's Campbell, has done at Price Intelligently. He's been on the Growth Everywhere podcast before. Check it out. He's also got a great YouTube channel too for you to review kind of all the pricing. You can see you know how pricing has increased over the last couple of years, how churn has gone up, how the cost of customer acquisition continues to rise. And I think you need to at least look at that to, to uh, arm your yourself and then figure out pricing. And I think looking at what he has that's one good thing, but there's also another guy to follow on Twitter. His name is Patio11. He works at Stripe, guys based in Tokyo, and he's got a lot of he is like a pricing nerd and he's written so many posts in the past that are still relevant today about how you should go about pricing your consulting services, how you should go about pricing your your software uh, products as well. Take a look at those, arm yourself with the knowledge, and then from there um, here's an example. With our our SaaS product that we launched recently, we did a lot of customer development. We talked to a lot of people. We said, we, there's a couple questions that we asked, and I got this from Patrick Campbell, and it was, well, how much do you think this, I mean, what's the most that you would pay for this thing, right? What's too expensive? And then also another question you would ask is, at what price is this too cheap where you question the quality of this product? Because, for example, if I, if I see like a, I don't know, like a, I don't know, what's nice, like a, a Mercedes-Benz?
0: Well, well, the easiest example is, um, you know, all those man-made diamonds? No. Like Brilliant Earth, oh, yeah, Diamond yeah. Foundry, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. When they charge too little because mm-hmm. their cost is so much cheaper than digging them in the ground, mm-hmm. people wouldn't buy them even though they look identical to a real diamond
1: under a scope. So you need to ask these questions. And then there's actually um, your uh, Heat and Shaw, your crazy egg partner. I think he shared something. I I don't remember what it is exactly, but there's this graph where you start entering these customer development questions like, you know, too high, just right, and too low. You enter all these in and after a while, it, it, it puts up a graph for you and it shows you what the perfect price is to charge. You can take it down to that level of detail. You don't necessarily need to, but God, I think if you just Google Heat and Shaw pricing map or something like that, you might be able to find it.
0: Yeah. um, And from my end, you know, I've done tons of stuff with pricing. Whatever you do, even if someone says this is the better way to do it, you know, they're a God, they know everything. Just don't take their advice blindly for it. Make sure you A-B test. And when you A-B test, don't optimize for conversions. So most people, when they do price tests, they're just like, oh, okay, my original one, which is you know, 10 bucks had a hundred conversions and my new one that is 20 bucks, right? Has 75 conversions. And they're just like, I got less sales because most AB testing solutions will show that the original one, but if your variation, the newer one is double the price and you only got 25% less signups, you'll still generate more revenue. So when you're doing AB testing on pricing, don't optimize for total conversions, optimize for total revenue And look at chargebacks, refunds, and profit margins over everything, because even if the numbers pan out to be roughly the same, but the new variation you sold a lot less in your margins, because if you have physical costs for some of your goods or whatever it may be, if your costs are a lot lower, in theory, you could make
1: more money by selling less. Yeah, I mean the final thing I'll have to add on my side is pricing is the biggest lever that you can pull. And there's a lot of SaaS companies I talk to, and this doesn't have to be around SaaS, but it just so happens I'm speaking to a lot recently. Is you know sometimes they're addressing their pricing. You know we're talking four plus times a year. And just to Neil's point, I mean A/B testing your pricing is super important. And just because a conversion rate is different doesn't mean um, it's, it doesn't make you more money. So um, think about that research pricing. There's there's a certain methodologies to look into. Arm yourself with the right knowledge and then go with what seems right. The final, actually final, final thing I'll add is if you, there's a lot of business intelligence or BI tools out there, you have Domo, for example, they are, you know, they help you make dashboards from the data that you have and they're valued at $2 billion. But there's a h- bunch of other different tools out there. I have one that I pay for $19 a month. I pay for SIFE, um, which I still think is very under, they're undercharging. But how is it that Domo can be valued at $2 billion? And how is it that Saif is only charging 19 bucks a month when Domo's charging thousands? Think about that.
0: Because Josh is also amazing at sales. (laughs) That, that, okay, good point. But look at how
1: they go about pricing
0: too. The Domo founder is also the Omniture founder, which Mm -hmm. got acquired by Adobe ages ago for like 1.8 billion. Mm -hmm. I think my number could be off. But in general, right? With pricing too, and this is one thing that Eric and I didn't really touch on. If you have a sales team, it's easier to charge really high prices, because the moment you add sales, they say you can charge
1: typically double the amount. Because they're freaking expensive.
0: Yeah, salespeople are expensive. We're both going through a
1: process of just trying to hire a ton of salespeople. Yeah, uh, by the way, if you want to come work, work for us for sales for either of us, uh, let us know. Okay. okay, anyway, so that's it for today. Uh, if you want to check out our marketing goodies, go to singlegrain.com giveaway, and we'll see you tomorrow.
0: This session of Marketing School has come to a close.